Okay, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad, the horror movie podcast that reviews the best and worst and everything in between in horror, one movie at a time. I'm your host, Otis, and tonight, like always, I am joined by the Spooky Movie Squad, and that consists of Katie. Hi. Emma. Oh, hey. And Micah. Watch out for the evil dog, yummy. <laughs> so sit back and relax and enjoy our review, the 1988, sweet Jesus, American slasher film, Child's Play. No one believes the truth or lives to tell it. Yeah, it's not bad. Meh. Yeah. Hit that music. Cruising on and yes, take a seat and take a rest. From behind the curtain, a disconcerting nod. It's time to listen to the Spooky Movie Squad. Happy Spookies, <laughs> everyone. This is episode 290 of this illustrious podcast, and it's chapter three in our month of doll horror movies. So, Katie and I, I guess Micah, we realized at some point that emma uh we've been catching her up on scary movies but there are a few that slip through the cracks like classic ones that she should watch uh and we've just been showing her crazy things that she probably (laughs) shouldn't be watching but it kind of hit us recently that with dolls hey we haven't she hasn't seen child's play the original not the one from 2019 we'll watch that one day and be upset but she hadn't seen the one from 1988 and that will not do that will not do so uh, somebody out there is like i thought you did this before otis yes it was episode 23 of this podcast when katie and i reviewed this way 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 back in the day so i actually found the book and my notes sweet jesus i was everywhere with how i wrote things but for the uninitiated child's play is a story about a serial killer that as he is on the verge of death, he transfers his soul into the body of a doll. And if you don't understand or know what Child's Play or Chucky is, that's crazy. And I don't understand how you've avoided him at all because there was a resurgence back in the, I want to say late 2000s. And the movies started getting scary again because there was a, what, a trilogy? It was like- Or two movies, Bride of Chucky mid- and then Seed of Chucky. Yeah. But then with Curse of Chucky, which I, which we will absolutely watch because it was fucking great. And in Cult of Chucky, they're really, really, really good. And the original people came back to it. And so uh, they decided they wanted to be scary. There's a TV show on sci-fi. It is in its third season and is getting rave reviews. And they are starting to pull things from the movies into the show. Uh, spoilers. Uh, Andy, the original actor for Andy, is in the show. And he's still chasing down Chucky, which I thought was really cool. They brought him back. So he is out there trying to save the day still. It's really, really cool stuff. So, uh, Katie, what did you think about Child's Play? Uh, I like it a lot. This movie was basically the start of, well, maybe not the very start, but started a genre of creepy doll movies. And there's a reason everybody still loves this movie you know fucking 30 40 years later this movie is it holds up like 
some of it is has aged poorly like you can see it like some of the cgi is not or the like effects and stuff you know you can tell that it's older but it's definitely creepy in the way that um the main killer guy ends up in the body of chucky is horrific and it's just wild it's a wild ride and it's great micah uh absolute banger I don't think that I've actually watched all of it. It's just been pieced together throughout my childhood because it pops up on TV and stuff. And um, it's a classic and and even more of a classic. Like it, it gets that nod, not only for it being a classic horror film, but the sheer fact that it's like, it's one of those bandwagon films. People are like, oh, I can't, oh, dolls, oh, Chucky, oh. And it's like, have you ever actually watched it? Because it doesn't doesn't really make you that afraid of dolls it 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 really doesn't it's just a really really good horror movie like really good like it's really it gets the point across it doesn't overdo anything it's just you know it's just yeah 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 i agree the baby agrees (laughs) baby agrees uh uh um Oh, um, sidebar. sidebar, baby did not watch this movie. <laughs> he did not participate. He did not participate in the viewing of said movie. <laughs> He's just very opinionated. <laughs> but no, if you've actually watched this movie or if you've held off on watching this movie because you're afraid of dolls, just just, just watch, watch it. it. It's really not going to make you any more afraid of dolls than you already are. There are worse movies. There are Correct. so many worse movies. Annabelle. Okay. I uh, I can see why I did not watch this movie for a long time, but I absolutely loved this movie. I am not sure why it took me so long, but I know why I didn't watch it a long time ago. Um, my poor little sheltered self would have been absolutely just demolished by this, but you know that says more for my lack of mental whatever back in the day but yeah no i loved it it was it was great the doll was funny i could not handle the irony of the fact that the doll was from a show called good guys i was like yeah of course you were of course you were yeah so i it's funny Uh, every time i watch this movie I get something a little bit more from it and it makes me smile. This is a very fun movie. This isn't the first child's play movie I watched. I actually watched the second one first and boy, howdy don't really make that much sense at the beginning, but then it just continues. And it's like, wow, he's still chasing that little boy. Well, uh, you know, for me, it's not still it's the first time, but Andy is a little bit older and gets a little bit smarter and, you know, he has to fight for his life. The second one is way more graphic and it's funny. They pulled scenes, the original script for this movie, the ending, they were going to have a fight in a toy warehouse, a manufacturing warehouse that was in the second movie. So there were really cool nods and things that they did. Uh, Chucky talks a lot more in the second one, but talking about the first one right now. I loved it. Brad Dorf. Uh, it's, he has, a legit scary voice and if you don't know brad dorfith he was the weasley weird like, in what what were you Lord of the Rings. yes that was his name 
he's the, the Weasley dude in the corner. Yeah, but, he's the one that uh, shrivels off, you know? Yeah. In what? In Lord of the Rings. He was the one kind of talking in the king's ear. Oh, he's Snape. Yeah. He, yeah, he's that guy that looks like Snape. Yeah. I thought you meant Snape. I was like, oh, I don't know what version, but yeah. No, from Lord of the Rings. There's yeah. one guy in fucking Lord of the Rings that looks like Snape. Is that guy? But it, it's just it's fun. Like the 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 what's the word I'm trying to say? Just the theme, the the atmosphere of it. This is a fun ass movie, and it's even in the '80s they had movies where it's like I don't believe you, kid. <laughs> but it'd be kind of hard to believe someone about this. I'm like, you just have bad dreams, little dude. And it's like, damn, people keep dying around you. Might be something to this, you know, but I still don't believe you, little guy. (laughs) So uh, I would be remiss if I didn't toss out some of the fun facts I had in my old book. So this movie was based on the Twilight Zone episode, Living Doll. That's the one with Talkie Tina, where she really didn't like her, I don't know, owner's dad and was like, I'm going to kill you tonight. And he's like, okay, little doll. And then she did it. (laughs) Uh, Charles Lee Ray, the name of Chucky's real government name, uh, is based on three killers. And so we got Charles Manson, Lee Harvey Oswald, and James Earl Ray. So, you know, very iconic killers, I guess, unfortunately. Uh, For some reason, I thought this was important when I was a long time ago. But Chucky popped up in WCW, so World Championship Wrestling, and he threatened Rick Steiner. Uh, that he was going to kill him. So he was on the, the Megatron or the Titantron was like, I'm going to kill you. I'm like, what the fuck? Is that Chucky? <laughs> and he announces like, oh, my God, it's Chucky. I'm like, what? And like, he's tiny. You can fight him off. Chucky had 133 and three thirds chance. Of yeah. Rick <laughs> and Chucky pops up on an episode of Saturday Night Live on Weekend Update with Colin Quinn. I still watch this little clip because it makes me laugh. It's just. He just kept threatening Colin Quinn's life and then security would drag him away and Chucky would come back with a disguise and then they'd drag him away again. I'm like, that's so stupid. <laughs> but no, it's it's fun stuff. One thing that I learned being that I've watched hundreds of scary movies since we watched this one, the director, his name is Tom Holland. Hey, that Spider-Man guy? No. no. This Tom Holland, he is an amazing director of movies. So he did the sequel to Psycho. He did, he directed and co co wrote the first Child's Play movie. And he wrote and directed Fright Night. No, not the one with the doctor, the old one that we're going to do one day because just as good. <laughs> uh, he's done a couple of adaptations of Stephen King stories, like Thinner. It's not that good. But if you remember Hatchet 2, where they go back to the swamp and Mary Beth brings her uncle it was tom holland so they got him to be in a movie and get killed by victor crowley <laughs> actually he was one of the kills off screen he actually they didn't watch him die i was like good for you old man <laughs> i'm trying to look at some fun facts there were multiple chuckies made we got animatronics little people or child actors the actually andy's little sister played chucky in a couple of scenes where chucky had to run real quick behind people it was just a little girl in a Chucky outfit. <laughs> uh, but there was a flailing Chucky. So the one with the mom was holding, that was just an animatronic that just went crazy. A walking Chucky and a stationary one. So animatronics, the technology for that was 
fucking awesome in the 80s. So they actually were able to make a walking Chucky. So I liked the dialogue of Chucky a lot more in this than I did the dialogue of the demon in um, The Exorcist. Yeah. The Exorcist, it just it just didn't fit. It just was so comically bad. Like, it, it just, ah, what are you doing? I'm going to fuck you. Like, you know, like that kind of thing. But then when he pull, busts it out as Chucky, it's like, ah, that was funny. You know, it just, I, I don't know if it was just like when the he's fact. he's sitting in the corner of the elevator and he's like, fuck you. Yeah, well, the, the old people, they're like, just leave it there. Whoever's looking for it, he's going up, up. Fuck you. Yeah, that's a weird <laughs> little doll. <laughs> but like, it makes way more sense as a talking doll who's also a serial killer than it did a, a girl who was possessed by a, a demon from hell. Yeah, it's, I think it's more just grounded in quotation mark reality. <laughs> like, this is not any more real than just an exorcism, but yeah, it felt like it could actually happen, I guess. <laughs> But now I, this is a fun one. Oh, the original working title for this movie was Batteries Not Included. Isn't that a Steven Spielberg movie? Yes, it was. And that's why they had to change it to Blood Buddy. Yikes. And then they changed it to Child's Play. Chucky's original name was going to be Buddy. Was gonna be what, a- was, what was the, uh, the, 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 the Simpsons one called? Wasn't that one also called Batteries Not Included or something like that? Mm-hmm. I think it. that's actually where they probably did a nod to the original title <laughs> you think your dirty socks can stop me <laughs> well you're making me dizzy <laughs> okay so we'll we'll get through this story real quick it's a good one uh watch child's play y'all it's fun it's a fun one so we meet up with a chase through the slums of chicago Man, Chicago's a scary little, scary looking place at night. But we meet up with Detective Mike Norris as he is chasing fugitive serial killer Charles Lee Ray through Chicago. And they're having a, a, a gunfight, that kind of gunfight where you like take a couple of shots, hide behind something really tiny, and then take another shot, and then you scuttle off. It's that kind of fight. Well, Chuck, he takes a shot to his what gut? No. I think it's his, his gut. Yeah, his gut. And he's like, oh shit. He breaks into a toy store and then he proceeds to perform a voodoo chant, a ritual that he learned from someone. We'll, we'll meet them later. And he transfers his soul into one of the good guy brand talking dolls on display. And then the, the store is like hit by lightning and just explodes. And so the Detective Norris finds, you know, Charles Lee Ray's body in the rubble next to the doll and he's like oh sweetie died that weird lightning came out of nowhere and killed him open shut case <laughs> so we meet up with andy little six i guess he was supposed to be six year old he, he seemed six. like yeah it, how he acted that was a six-year-old yeah I'd be like the little one i watch yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie like this this was the first kid that we've seen in a movie that i was like wow that just reminds me so much of jackson with like how sweet he is yeah obviously without the the wild side of jackson but like that that's exactly how jackson would be he's like okay like everybody you know ganging up on him telling you're lying you're lying he's like okay i won't lie anymore i'm sorry you know like i could i I was like oh my god i just want to scoop that kid up and freaking 
give him a hug man (laughs) so good like i was just like oh my god ow my heart (laughs) yeah kid did great so we meet up with andy as he is watching the the good guy tv show with the scariest looking giant life size not even life size people-sized chucky or good guy doll you ever see katie and i were like oh why is that thing so gross looking like the the people-sized one with the big ass head yeah I was like, this ain't good. I didn't like Because it was the 80s. Yeah. We have come a long way in mascot technology. Yeah, mascots were very scary looking back in the day. Yeah, that if you go back and look at the pictures of like opening day Disneyland, that shit will make you. Oh, like, Mickey back in the day just make was you cry. Yeah. The old mascots, like, I don't know what was going on. Like, they were just trying. I'm, I mean, I'm sure a lot of it was them trying to save money, um, but they just didn't know what to use to make it look like the cartoon so they were using like cardboard and yarn and like <laughs> shit and asbestos. it just and yeah and asbestos and it just looked fucking wild so the closer we are to right now the better and better mascots have come yeah. um, Legit, i am deathly afraid of them and that chucky person i would have literally shit an actual chicken she like, straight up like there was one time we were we were at a bar for uh saint patty's day and there was a guy dressed up as a leprechaun with a big old mascot fucking head pitter on. patty yeah but damn near pitter patty and uh oh, like the guy the guy attack. was so sweet because like we we knew the people like some of the people that worked at the bar and they were like dude can you like like help her and so he like took the the mask off was like look i we're, we're good like just He's like i'm person. just a person like, it was I, good looking out for her but she was having like an absolute meltdown over i legit had an absolute panic attack like i had to put my drink down because i was shaking i couldn't fucking breathe i was like no there used to be a point in time where it was like when i had super bad now i don't have it as much but i don't uh, but arachnophobia like Ooh. i'd be really interested like i'd see a really intricate web or something and see like a one of those orb weavers they're completely harmless but they're scary looking see like i would get up really close so i could see it and then like my body would freeze and i like couldn't do it but that's how she is is with mascots like straight up just full body freeze and it's like oh my gosh that's awful thanks disneyland well i mean legit captain hook when i was eight years old there's more to it than that but yes but (laughs) But it was captain hook's fault (laughs) captain hook that son of a bitch (laughs) so we see that Andy wakes his mom up with breakfast in bed. Sweet Jesus. He tried. Little kid tried. He poured his cereal and dumped like half the sugar into it and burnt toast and then put half the jar of butter on the burnt toast. Little guy was trying. This was the only part of the movie where I was like, there's no way that kid's six. Like, he's got to be only like four because a six-year-old, particularly one in the 80s, who would have been like a latchkey kid would be able to make like breakfast and carry it like on a tray. Yeah. He was struggle busting, but it's all right. So it's Andy's birthday. Hooray. He's turning six. And his mom, Karen is like, I got you a gift. And he's like pumped because it's the size of a good guy doll. And he opens it. Mom was wrong for this one. Yeah. That was, that was kind of, that was whack of her. Mom was fucking wrong for this one. He opens the box. It's full of clothes. And I was like, oh. it is a long shaped large box. Who the fuck puts clothes in a box like that? Clothes you don't want to fold. <laughs> Gotta keep these pants straight. You mean every day? Yeah. 
so she can see the disappointment in his eyes and he was like this is fine you know it, he thanks mom you know he's not trying to be an asshole but he's like i wanted a good guy doll and i was like oh little dude one day you will say you don't want one <laughs> so she got him the tool set yeah so we see karen at her mall job her good friend is like hey I know a guy that's got a good guy doll, right? You wanted one for Andy, right? There's She's a like, shady dude in the alley who's selling good guy dolls. This yeah. isn't weird. <laughs> so they get it and she checks it over. It's a good guy doll. Looks legit to her. And she buys it. The mom buys it. Hooray. Uh, she gives it to Andy. And Andy's like, holy shit. And he's like, hi, my name's Chucky. Friends at the end. And it's like, sweet. You know, this everything's gonna work out just fine for andy and karen <laughs> so karen has to work late so maggie her best friend stays and watches over andy and even at this point we start seeing the weird stuff a couple of points andy actually gets closer to chucky and it's like oh what are you saying he's like uh hey aunt maggie uh chucky wants to watch the nine o'clock news and she's like i bet he does but y'all gotta go to bed He's like, okay. <laughs> and he's brushing his teeth. And then the TV turns back on and Chucky is sitting on the chair watching. And on the TV, it explains, well, it's talking about Charles Lee Ray, his death and all his accomplices and how they got away and stuff like that. And Chucky's like, oh, okay, taking it in on his emotionless face. So Aunt Maggie puts Chucky and Andy in bed. And so, you know, Andy's trying to go to sleep. And then Maggie is what eating cake and just chilling in the kitchen. Well, that the way their apartment's positioned, there is no like set like walls, just like open concept kitchen, kitchen, living room thing. So she starts hearing noises and then hammer to the face and out the window she goes. Well, she she kind of jumps out the window, but out the window she goes and she falls to her death. <laughs> The police, they search the apartment and it's weird. Detective Norris is there and he like nonchalantly kind of says that he's like, Andy probably did this because there are footprints, tiny little footprints, the size of Andy's feet. Well, small footprints. Uh, And it's good guy, little footprints because he's got the good guy's shoes on. And so Andy's like, bottom of those feet, kid. Yeah. And Andy's like, I didn't do it. And then he looks at so Chucky's. feet are way bigger than those little guy doll feet. Yeah. He looks at Chucky's feet and it's full of, it's full of what? Uh, flower. flower. Chucky did it. And so he runs and tells the detective, like, Chucky did it. And they're like, your doll did it? He's like, yeah. He's like, okay. Okie dokie, bud. <laughs> no one believes him. And he tells the detective, well, this is later, but it, Chucky tells Andy his real name. He's like, my name's Charles Lee Ray, bud. So, like I said, Chucky realizes that no one's going to believe this kid. So he just talks to him. And we don't hear his voice. It's a lot of just whispering that happens. And so Andy will just put his face closer and he's like, oh, shit. So the next morning, Andy brings Chucky to school with him. And the second he goes into the school and his mom leaves, they walk right back out and i was like wow that's some great security on this fucking school like no one was like hey uh good morning andy hey where you going bud and just snatch him back up but you know like i said it was the 80s 
So Chucky and Andy take the train downtown. And I was like, man, this little kid is just like uh, in not good places. But Chucky don't care. And so while Andy is taking a pee, because you got to go potty real bad, Chucky sneaks into the home of one of his buddies that got away. It was actually the van driver at the beginning and kills him by causing a gas explosion because he, what, turns on the oven, blows out the pilot light, turns all the burners on, and then makes enough noise that Eddie comes into the room, just shoots for no reason, and the whole place goes up. The cops find Andy, and once again, Andy is considered a suspect because he's right next to another murder. And they're like, little dude, you, you probably did this. And, and then the detectives are trying to like talk to him in a, in a nice way. They're like, so what, what were you doing there? Like, well, Chucky told me he wanted to go out there. What did Chucky want to do out there? And, and I could see in their eyes, the detectives are like, okay, he's saying that Chucky did all these bad things. It's him. He just doesn't want to say he's doing it. You know? So Andy is admitted to a psychiatric hospital because he keeps saying that Chucky is like the, the, the culprit. He's the one that's doing all this stuff. So his mom, Karen, comes home with Chucky and she sets him down and she discovers the batteries are still in the box that the doll came in. And so it hits her that this doll's been moving and talking without batteries for days now. And she starts to starts to freak out a little bit. And she grabs Chucky. And this is the iconic spot. This is the spot we talked about in the first move. In the first time we reviewed this, it's the meme, my favorite part of this movie, where she's like, talk, damn it. Talk, talk, I'll throw you in a fire. And they just add other like memes and music and stuff like that. Uh, my favorite is like, talk, I'll throw you in a fire. Like, bitch, I hope the fuck you do. And she starts kicking. But Chucky realizes that, oh shit, I'm gonna get thrown into this fireplace. Well, time to go crazy on her. And starts kicking and biting and fighting and actually bites her a few times. And then she like throws him and he gets up and he's like, just scuttles off. He's like, yeah, I can't win this fight. So Karen, she is running down the stairs and Chucky got into the elevator and she doesn't make it down to the bottom in time to catch Chucky. I feel that he did just press the elevator button and he wasn't on it. And he was probably just somewhere else. That's what I would do. But I guess he is pretty quick on his feet. I don't know. Well, and and he did end up leaving the building anyway. So, I mean. His little I, scuttle. It, it would have made, because that was the first thought that I had when the elevator kept going. And then she couldn't find him. I was like, dude, he's right back up in that fucking apartment. Yep. But he had he had, he had had a job to do. He hadn't learned the next step of what he had to do yet. So it, it makes sense to just kind of not be that stereotype. Well, and back then it probably wasn't a trope yet. Nowadays, it's like everybody thinks, oh, I'm going to be clever. Watch. (laughs) (laughs) So Karen, she meets up with Detective Norris and she tells him, like, the doll's alive. My son was actually telling the fucking truth. This doll is like a killer. And he's like, come on, you don't believe that. It too. And she's like, well, what the hell did this? And he's like, oh, shit, you got bit pretty good by some little mouth. That's weird. Okay. And she's like, can you just look into this? And he's like, man, I want to go home and eat my lean cuisine. Please leave me alone, ma'am. But he doesn't go home because he's a good detective and he looks into this. And so we see that he meets up with Karen a little bit later because Karen decides that she is going to go into the slums of Chicago to find the man that sold her the doll. 
late at night. And so she finds the man. He's like, hey, you sold me that doll. I need to, you know, learn some things about this, where you got it from. And he's like, well, give me some money. She's like, I don't got any money. He's like, well, you got something. You got something. And then Detective Norris comes in and beats that dude up. Hooray. Come with security, ma'am. It's not a not a safe place. So they find out that he took the doll from the destroyed toy I will store. Say, I will say it was funny that the one black guy that was there and he's just looking at her walking by him. And he's like, what yeah. the fuck is she doing? No, no, no. Bad Karen. Bad Karen. Go home. This ain't good. Ain't nothing good going to come with this. <laughs> so they realize that this Chucky or well, this good guy doll came from the the toy store that was destroyed sort of like Ugh, it's getting kind of weird so karen unsuccessfully convinces norris that like this that doll is alive he's like no i killed charles lee ray he is dead uh, he is super duper dead so he brings karen home and lo and fucking behold chucky was in the car and starts attacking Norris, like starts choking him out. And he's driving down the street, you know, foot on the gas. That's what happens when you get choked out. You just hit the gas and the car flips. And then Norris starts trying to shoot Chucky. And Chucky's really quick. But then Chucky grabs his knife and runs straight at Norris and takes a shot in the shoulder. And Chucky flies back. And Chucky's like, ow. And then scuttles off. <laughs> he's like, that hurt a lot. So chucky goes back to his former voodoo instructor john and he's like hey man i thought i was like gonna be indestructible in this body but like i got shot earlier and it really fucking hurt and it's funny if you look at the wound he put two band-aids on it like an x <laughs> and he's like this hurt a lot dude like uh, what's happening and john's like yeah you my voodoo instruction is not supposed to do this you're an abomination but your body is, I don't know, merging with this doll. The longer you're in this doll form, the more you're just going to be a living... A real boy. A living doll. And he's like, oh, I don't want to be a goddamn doll. Like, how do I get out of this? As he is torturing John with a voodoo doll of his own, he discovers the first person you told your identity to is the only person that you can transfer your body into. And he's like, son of a bitch. He's like, I want to be a six-year-old kid again. <laughs> and then... Chucky runs off while he stabs the voodoo doll and then oh my God. away. Okay, the, the, the cringiest line in this whole movie, I've got a date with a six-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> Chucky's a mess in this movie. So, John, he didn't die. Hooray! So, John tells Karen and Norris that to kill Chucky, you gotta hit him in his heart. Uh, we'll see how many shots it takes for them to do that later takes a lot so we see that chucky arrives at the, the the crazy house he's coming to get his boy he's like yeah, that's my new body you're messing with crazy people and so andy starts freaking out he's like chucky's here to kill me and that's not the right thing to scream at a psychiatric hospital no one's gonna believe you so he's able to sneak away and he grabs the keys from one of the doctors and he is hiding and the doctor finds him and Chucky finds both of them and he kills the doctor with an electroshock therapy device. He puts it on his head and turns it up to the max and the guy just starts melting. And I'm like, oh, good. So as this is happening, Andy, he gets away and he runs, he gets home. But Chucky's right behind him and 
knocks his ass out. So Chucky is doing the voodoo ritual. If you have seen any of these Child's Play movies, you see that Chucky, he does his ritual a lot, and he does not finish it ever. <laughs> the, the beginning of this movie and in Bride of Chucky, that's like the two times he actually finishes the ritual. But he is finishing it up. Karen and Norris, they realize like, holy shit, Andy escaped from the psychiatric hospital. Like, where's he going? going to go. He's going to go home. That's why I told him to go if you ever get in trouble. They get back and they stop Chucky before the voodoo chant is over. Hooray. So Karen and Andy, they're able to trap Chucky in the fireplace. Uh, I'm cutting a lot of the fat of this scene. Uh, Chucky, he escapes multiple times and he is like attacking the people. And stabs Norris. Well, actually, he beats him up with a bat. Knocks Dude, him the fuck got, out. He got some voodoo freak strength, man. He, he That doll is like a freaking tank. So, I... It's weird. In some of the movies, they explain that he has super strength and just in the body of a doll. And in some of them, it's like he has the strength of just a man, but it's a tiny body. So, I, he's stronger than he should be. He's more concentrated that way, because it's yeah. a... All that strength in a tiny package. Yeah, I for sure guaranteed he is stronger than what a doll should be. He has no muscles, but he's a grown man swinging a bat, which would fucking hurt. <laughs> so Norris is just in, in Nap City right now as Karen and Andy are fighting for their lives. They get Chucky into the fireplace, and it's one of my favorite parts of the movie. Chucky's like, Andy, friends to the end, remember? And Andy's like, this is the end, friend, and lights him the fuck on fire. Fucking <laughs> baller. I love face. cheesy taglines. <laughs> Give me more. So fun fact, when, Ch- uh, well, Dorf, the voice of Chucky, Brad Dorf, was doing the death screams of that scene. He didn't realize his daughter, little Fiona Dorf, which she pops up in these movies later. She was in the booth with him or somewhere close enough. She could hear the screams. And uh, I guess the screams of your parent dying is a lot. And she freaked out. So I was like, yeah, he was doing some real good screams. And he's like, he didn't know his kid was there. And he's like, oh, you shouldn't be hearing this. <laughs> That's not good at all. Um, but no, uh, Fiona is really cool in the series. But Chucky's on fire. Hooray. Uh, he just straight just Leroy Jenkins his way out of the fireplace. Now he's on fire and he goes down and he, hooray, he's dead. Oh, no, he's not dead. He's just burnt to shit and he's chasing Andy. So Karen has Norris's gun and shoots Chucky repeatedly. And like what his leg comes off, his arm comes off. And then what the head? All these pieces come off. Hooray! Norris's partner Jack comes into the apartment and he's like, I don't believe you guys. Like, you're saying that the doll's alive? And Norris is like, yeah, man. You don't see all those pieces in the hallway? And he's like, yeah, it's kind of weird looking. He's like, do not touch that doll. You understand what I'm saying, dude? And he's like, I'm not going to touch it. He goes outside, starts touching the doll. Immediately. So he grabs the head and he's like, you're telling me this little head did all this damage and then chucky's body crawled through the vents i guess and starts choking jack out and the head's like yeah choke him kill him kill him 
<laughs> and we see that Karen rips Chucky off of Jack's throat and Norris shoots Chucky's body through the heart. Hooray, he's finally gone. And then Jack, Norris, Karen, and Andy leave the room. And we we have a freeze frame. That's how you end movies in the 80s of Andy's face looking back at the doll. And that's the end of Child's Play. They make seven more of these, so you know he comes back. Yeah, clearly they didn't throw his shit in a wood chipper like they should have. Uh, some of the movies that don't even matter. In the third one, he fell into a fan and just pieces went everywhere. Okay, in this one, they burned him and then blew bits of his body apart, took his head off, and it still wasn't enough. Uh, in every movie, they're, they're like, don't matter, man. Later on, it takes a little bit of his blood and it just keeps it going. You just put him in a steel box and bury him 80 feet in the ground. Yeah. Drop him in the ocean down to the bottom. <laughs> Pop. Weld Man. him into a little baby doll coffin and then drop him in the bottom of the ocean. Pop. <laughs> He'd get back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, Katie, who's your favorite character in Child's Play? My favorite character in Child's Play was Andy, the little kid. He was so sweet. He was such a good kid. He was, he knew that the kid, that the doll was doing things that were wrong and even tried to stop him kept telling him like no chucky i don't think that's a good idea we shouldn't do that chucky that's not right and no person in his life believed him like how awful and heartbreaking to do that to a six-year-old not even his mom believed what he was saying didn't even like give him the benefit of the doubt and like play along with the fact that he believed that his doll was alive and like doing bad things. Um, just a fucking mess. And Andy, you know, he was resilient because kids are resilient. He, he put up with going to a psych ward and dealing like being drugged by just the worst person, the worst child psychologist to exist ever. And yeah, Andy was the MVP here. Micah. Oh, 100% agree. But to to piggyback on the psychologist part, like why are we choosing movies with like the the underlying theme of this month is really really shitty child psychologists. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to kids and dolls, psychologists just don't know how to act. <laughs> they don't know how to function. Kids just out here trying to function. Yeah, Andy is an absolute sweetheart. And it, you know, he admits that the only reason why he was doing this was because the doll said he would kill you. He would kill him if he, if he told anybody. So he's like, look, I was scared. I was scared shitless and nobody out here believes me. So, you know, fuck all you. And then at the end, he finally gets his revenge, like fucking baller with the best like tagline at the end. He's like, I'm not your friend. Oh my God. Just, just how you go out on a great fucking horror movie like i don't know this this movie like scratches all the itches that that you need for a really good horror movie and you know even with the the cheesy 80s-ness of it you know the the dialogue is super outdated when it especially with the cops and everything and the 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 underlying misogynistic theme and and heavy like oh fuck kids theme and you know but other than that the movie is just yeah andy's an absolute banger and i don't know kid kid deserves the world 
So just give just give him a hug. If you see him, if you see him <laughs> out there and you and you meet him, just just give him a hug. Just he needs it. Just give him a hug. <laughs> so obviously I'm gonna say Andy, but uh, my runner up was Chucky's Run. Because <laughs> watching that doll fucking scurry and scuttle across <laughs> anything made me giggle so hard. When he was running up the stairs, hilarious. <laughs> that and when he was running around the police car that was upside down, and he was like, chick, 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 chick. I literally could not see. And then the myself. knives to the back of the right. seat, like <laughs> <laughs> the stereotypical chef's knife through the back of the seat. Like, come on, let's go. That was awesome. Oh my god. Okay, that 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 would be the thing. I want to see like an exp- I want to see a movie where it's like an experienced. Uh, horror movie bad guy like like ghost face or something their weapon of choice is usually that chef's knife go into like a current like i don't know gen z millennial super just normal just trying to live their life not being able to afford a fancy chef's knife and like them like scurrying through the kitchen to find and all they find is like all the junk drawers because everybody's got ADHD. And so like, where the fuck are your knives, Karen? Where are they? What? I, I, I got a job to do and it's to kill you. Where's my knife? Where's my weapon? <laughs> You're killing me. In this economy? <laughs> so my favorite, I'm going with Chucky. Chucky was great. Like tons of good lines. He, he was uh, one track mind. Especially when he got hurt, he's like, ow, what the fuck was that? He's like, nope, gotta get out of this, buddy. He was dead set on getting the hell out. And it's it's fun stuff. And the the character continues to get better and better. I have not seen the Chucky TV show, but I've been told it is some of the best Child's Play related media you will ever see. People are like, this show is probably better than a lot of the movies. And I'm like, that's really cool. And just everybody comes back and it's really fun stuff. So Chucky's always one of my favorites. He's got an awesome vocabulary and his screams and he gets fucked up a lot. And, it's and on top fun. of that, the the writing for him, like the pacing on like choosing when he finally actually breaks his doll character to just kind of be himself was just it, it's spot on like like the pacing of this movie was so good yeah god damn why can't we have horror movies that just do this why do we got to be so over the top with our shit yep <laughs> so katie who was your least favorite character the child psychologist fuck that guy if you are gonna work with children with mental illnesses you still need to react in an appropriate way when children are scared Like, it doesn't matter if you think that the child is crazy or suffering from a an anxiety attack, a panic attack, something that has to do with a mental disorder, whatever. If a six-year-old is scared, you need to do something to calm them down. Not just assume that kid's fucking crazy and I'm going to leave him in his cell. Like, that is not how mental health is supposed to be. (laughs) Micah. So I'm going to agree, and I feel like most child psychologists don't actually have children, or at least the ones that used to write and and like I don't know if they consulted anybody for these movies. No, but they didn't. Holy shit! Like most of the advice that you see out there is just like, oh, okay, well, 
sure have you have you been in the shit have you have you been in the metaphorical and literal shit before because that ain't it because but yeah yeah no fuck the child psychologists in all these kids movies where it's like i don't know if just the writers think that they need to put a real hard dividing line between child and adult but it would be interesting to have a child psychologist be like yo this kid's telling the truth man but have like everybody else base their own opinion and be like no come on what are it's psychology uh, psychology is not a real science anyway you know (laughs) like like to have that kind of dynamic it would be interesting to have that like that thread where it's like okay well i believe the kids so what can we you know we gotta we gotta do something about this you know yeah i feel like that would make for a much better inference no i'm just making colorful words to fill up space uh but yeah no fuck fuck the child psychologist in this movie and megan and so my least favorite i'm going with adults that don't believe honestly mm-hmm. and it's show it's, the non-believer it's, the, it's a running theme in all of the movies we do with kids <laughs> yes and with just a lot of horror it's always that person usually it's just a person and not like a majority of people but with kids it's usually the majority but in every scary movie there's always somebody like no you you didn't watch a tape and there's not a girl that comes out of a tv and kills you and they're like oh no the little girl came out of tv they usually get it you know so a movie with a six-year-old it's like that doll is trying to kill people and it's trying to kill me because i told the truth and it's like you didn't do that that doll's not killing people and it's like oh shit that doll's killing people I'm like i told you two weeks ago dickhead it, it happens and the second one the partner cop was like okay well yeah great now now i believe but who's gonna believe me yeah i i really like that line it's like fuck man like we're all screwed because <laughs> no one's gonna believe us so let's do seven word synopsis so remember the one i did for megan yeah, I'm just going to plug that back in. Friends to the end, Andy. You remember? This is the end, friend. Cue fire. Katie? <laughs> stupid. All right. Um, seventh Heaven Mom fights doll, saves son. <laughs> and then partner cop got That's choked out like a bitch. <laughs> Sorry. In, in the middle of that, once you said the seventh Heaven Mom and you just kept rolling, I was like, Fuck, that's where I know her from. Because all the time I'd come home from work and she'd just be sitting there watching Seventh Heaven, like in in the background, because it's just one of the things that she watches all the time. So I was like, where do I know her from? And it was just one of those movies because I was in here doing dishes and watching it on my phone. I was like, fuck, where do I know her from? I didn't have my IMDB fingers because my hands were in dirty dishwater. <laughs> but I was like, what, what, fuck, where do I know her from? And and now that you said it, I'm like, okay, yeah, now I get it. I'm and your I'm... own personal IMDB, Micah. Correct. That's, that's what I keep you around for. Same. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Micah, did you realize that Detective Norris, he was Prince Humperdinck in The Princess Bride? Yes. I have literally only seen it one time. I had to so, force him to watch it. Well, just because I never gave it a chance. It's not like I was actively avoiding it. I just never got around to doing it. And now that you've seen it, you need to watch yeah, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll have more to. Times. I know, I know. I'm getting dirty looks from Otis right now, and I, I apologize. No, we read something else. 
Oh, he's the talking voice because he's not the singing voice. Uh, he's also the talking voice of Jack Skellington in The Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh huh. The singing really? voice. Really? Oh, I didn't know they used different voices for him. Oh, yeah, shit. usually in kids' films, the singing voice, unless you're just good like that, usually the singing voice is like someone else. That's usually. I mean, it's Danny Elfman. So, I mean, he, yeah. He did the music <laughs> and the singing. And so, I mean, that part made sense. I just didn't know that they had a different talking voice. But, um, it's only actually in that movie, it's only Jack that's the weird one that has a singing voice and talking voice. Everybody else is the character, like sings for the character that they are. Yeah. Because, uh, What's her name? Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara sings and talks for Sally. Give your okay. words. Yeah. So I have I have one. It was just a quote from the show and and the, or from the movie, the show. <laughs> Jesus. Um. And and there is another one, and I'm I'm trying to put it into seven words because it's not quite seven words. So, um. But this one is just Hey Chucky, want to see my room? <laughs> And it's so funny. Like I, I said, like 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 I said, we've we've watched a lot of of these movies with kids and stuff. And I'm not. I, I try not to be like that that parent that's like, oh man, as a as a father, I just totally just, uh, you know that that kind of thing. But I was like, <laughs> this is the first time a kid has actually made me go like, wow, that's that's my kid. Like yep. the, he acted the way he talked. It's just like everybody who comes to the house, he's like, hey, you want to come see my room? Is like the first thing that he says, and it's like, oh. God damn it. Don't do nope. that. Don't don't do that to me right now. I've held off for this long. It's been four years into this podcast and I've held out this long. What the hell? And <laughs> <laughs> child's play from 1988 is the one thing that gets me like, fuck. Damn it, Andy. <laughs> Emma, go ahead. Okay. And thus the birth of Worm Tongue was revealed. <laughs> uh your friend till the end. Hardy ho. uh and then my two alliteratives decent dude doll demonically disturbed definitely destructive nice and then good guys gabby goobers got guileful gumption god damn that's impressive guileful geez okay so this film came out november 9th 1988 i'm older than this movie so (laughs) i'm not (laughs) <laughs> You're not part of the old people club. By yeah. one year. Oh, come on. It's one year, man. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what do you guys think the budget for this film was? Katie. Five dollar dues. Okay. Emma. Katie, if there is ever a time on this podcast that we do not have the same number written down, I would like there to be a very large ding, 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 like nat 20 sound that <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna go with five dollar dues plus two because I also had five dollar dues. Turns out it's five dollar dues plus one. Emma, you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Micah, I'm gonna say seven point one dollar. Seven point one. Sneaky boy, sneaky boy. Yeah, see, you agree with me that therefore I win. Yeah. Uh, Katie, I can't believe you don't remember the budget and box office. Only four years ago we talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> but the budget was 9 to $13 dues. Yeah, Micah, okay. Congratulations, Micah. I got one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in that bubble. So what do you guys think the box office was? Um, $75 dues. Emma. $100 dues. 
Micah. $112. So I'll tell you, you all went over. Which means I win by default. Yep. The box office was $44.2 reduce. Wow. Wow. Really? So the money was low. But times four. Yes. But this, you would think this movie would have made like 200 million. But with all the excess that spawned because of this movie. Yes. So as a whole, this movie did good, but it got a cult following after this. And it spawned, it's a media franchise. There's been comic books, merchandise. They rebooted the film, which was horrible, I've heard. Television series, video games, kind of not legit video games but he's in video games it's just chucky has made them so much more money so it's fine that this movie did what it did you would think you know going back he's like oh the first chucky movie oh it probably made what 400 million like it made a lot right like no it did modestly good that was it like oh okay but they've made like eight movies (laughs) and a tv show multiplier by four is a lot yeah, it's of great. money for a scary movie i know but we've seen older movies and they do we've seen just movies as a whole and okay. it's like damn and, and to be fair the money that it made was still especially back then was like enough to bankroll whatever the hell kind of projects they could go for after that i mean absolutely and that's what happened I'm like looking it up right now i need to know how yeah. much money that was compared to now oh yeah <laughs> but no this series legit like exploded it it's flew off because of this movie so i'm happy that it did what it did and it's a really cool idea it's made so many different things shit we reviewed megan that's just an updated version of this man well well not really a soul situation but you know it's a doll killing people and it's a really cool idea and they're gonna keep making these and I uh, believe that they're working on the end of the trilogy of movies because it gets a bit sticky, like what cliffhangery in the show. And I think they're going to just going to tie it into the next movie. So they're pulling like a star Wars situation. And it's like, well, the show's blur into the movie. So it's fun, but Colts and curse of Chucky, those movies are really, really good. So in modern time money, that would have been, what a hundred and ten million dollars yeah which is a lot of money for a horror film absolutely like a lot a lot okay but what are the budget i mean like if we looked at the budget of the shows right now like how much money are they pumping into these films like that you know it's a lot it's a lot for them to make off of what they did or what they put into it they got their money's worth but at the same time it's like well how much money are they putting into them now yeah because it's on sci-fi, and I know sci-fi is putting in some pretty good money. Uh, I've watched uh, the first episode was on like YouTube for free. It looked really good. Either no one's putting in money like they put in money to this, like the ten- especially especially the sci-fi channel. Because because of sci-fi channel, we get movies like Cocaine Raccoon and yeah, yeah Sharknado <laughs> stuff like that. You but know? the so the ten million ish that they spent on to make this movie if made today, would be $25 million. Yeah. How much was the budget for Megan? A brand new doll movie? 12 Yeah. Half the price. Wild. Yeah. 25 would be a lot. So yeah, I guess it all comes together. So, Minority Kill Count. I have John, his voodoo 
priestess friend. I think that's it. Priest. Priest is the word you're looking for. Voodoo priestess named Phyllis. <laughs> so that is... Ciao, Roberto. <laughs> so the new number is 355 in a Tito Turtle, in a house, in a plane full of vampires. So does anybody have anything else to say about Child's Play before we get out of here? Even if you're afraid of dolls, fucking watch this movie. It's so My good. God. Yeah, it's very enjoyable. And watch part two. Part two's actually gotten better reviews than the first one. It's really fun. I love the second one. Actually, I think I've seen the second one more, like more of the second one than I have the first one. Yeah. And even Bride of Chucky because, you know, I mean. Yeah, I've watched a lot of Bride of Chucky because it was just an absolute mess. I, still, I think I saw that in theaters and I was like, this is a lot, <laughs> but I still like it. It's a mess, but. Uh, but yeah, no, Chucky gets more lines. And that's what people like from their villains. Like Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, every movie, Freddy talks more and more. And until like it just that. gets out of fucking hand. Yeah, Freddy's dead. He's just making jokes every five seconds. I was like, I like oh this. God. But other people didn't. That <laughs> one know? where he had the kid in the sewers, that shit was just over the top. Yeah. There was too, gets... You talk too much. Right. You talk too much. You never shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Botchmania. So, with that, that is the end of this episode. If you have any other cool fun facts about voodoo dolls, don't show me, but you can tweet Katie at Allentown Pod. We have an email that is AllentownPresents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook app. AllentownPresents. So, this was episode 290 in the pocket in the books out of sight. So, we have two more episodes with dolls. I'm very excited about these choices, and every week, we get closer and closer to October 5th annual Halloween Scream Con. And uh, some really good movies have come out. Boy, howdy. Uh, I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped for, for October. But the music you listen to right now, that is Flip and Combined Effort. Flip and CD anywhere you can find them. Studio Pizza, thank you so much for the artwork. So, like I say every time, thank you so much for listening. It's, it's always fun to listen to old episodes i went back and listened to some of the 23rd episode of this podcast and i don't know it's it sounded like he and i were having fun then and i hope we're still having fun I don't know. I don't know about talking about uh it's just fun it's good stuff in, in a couple of years i don't like this we're almost 300 scary movies just for this i've watched hundreds before but 300 of them i'm very very excited about that so um, I said it, I'm going to say it again. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week with another scary movie. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Toots. Oh, sorry, I dropped my battery. Somebody had to put them back in. Now that's spooky. <laughs> Just go crazy. <laughs> Speak, goddammit, or I'll throw you into the fire. <laughs> bark, 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 bark. Damn oh, it, damn Mike, it. This is the end. <laughs>